0: I was very young and I used to have a newsreader that I had a massive crush on. I would almost go up to the television and want to hug her and and, and kiss her but I would just want to meet her. My dad told me that get into advertising you'll probably get to meet her. (laughs) I guess that was my first introduction to the concept of advertising. It entertained me more than the content that I saw on television. The grown-ups watched the content. I the younger one in the house would be waiting for the ad breaks because I enjoyed the ad breaks a lot more It it was quick stories in 30 seconds I think that made it a lot more fun than to wait for the entire movie to end and I guess also the fact that you could expect to watch it again and you'd wait for it and that's
1: where it all began. Parag Panjwani is a world-class marketer, and across his impressive career, he's had to adapt, keeping pace with the ever-changing technologies that support his love of storytelling. From Facebook, this is Face to Face, where leading marketers reveal how they click with consumers. I'm Jules Lund. Today we meet two storytellers, Parag Panjwani, the Director of Advertising at Optus, and Paul Bootless, Creative Director at Host Havas Australia. Now at the time young Parag was crushing on newsreaders, advertising was fairly straightforward. Since the advent of digital, however, the approach has changed dramatically.
2: Here's Paul. So I think the biggest shift in approach is going from one to many, to many to many, being personalised communications, it's a two-way conversation now. So you're not dictating to the marketplace. Consumers have more of a voice and power. Ad blockers are out there, so if you're not being useful or entertaining to them, they can switch you off much easier.
1: It's true. There are many obstacles for a marketer to overcome, but the age-old power of storytelling will always cut through. Paul Bootless's work on the Palau Pledge is a great example of that.
3: One day, a giant came to visit our home. We took his hand and taught him how to take care of our island paradise.
1: The best campaigns are the ones that have the power to make a difference.
2: The island of Palau, the 13th smallest nation on earth, a beautiful island, pristine, beauty was being damaged almost irreversibly by its own success as a tourist destination. So the government came to us as an agency at Host Havas and asked us uh, how we could help. And the solution was a beautiful one, and it was driven by an idea of how do we change behaviour at a critical point. And the idea was to uh, create an immigration passport stamp like no other an oath or a promise to the children of Palau to protect their environment. So every tourist now who comes to the island has to uh, sign that passport stamp.
1: This is an idea that's received international acclaim, winning seven awards at the 2018 Cannes Lions, including the Titanium Grand Prix. It's changed immigration law, disrupted the tourism industry and has been heralded as impacting the way the advertising industry sees itself.
2: It starts off to the children of Palau. I take this pledge.
3: I take this pledge as your guest to preserve and protect
2: your beautiful and unique home. Your
3: beautiful and unique island home.
2: It's it's quite a beautiful piece. It's very direct, but uh, also kind of poetic.
3: I vow to tread lightly, act kindly and explore mindfully.
2: A lot of the language that we used was incorporated from the children themselves. We conduct workshops on the island.
3: I shall not take what is not given. I shall not harm what does not harm me. The only footprints I shall leave are those that will wash away.
2: What I love about it is, it is very direct, but also poetic. That poetry adds to the memorability of the idea. It's an extraordinary campaign. Uh, Simple, not simply done though, we had to change the laws of the land, change immigration processes, and also build a whole ecosystem around the pledge, which included a compulsory uh, in-flight movie, so we can prime people even before they set foot on the island to, to, to know what to expect.
3: We're happy to have you, we said. Please understand, if you keep trampling, chasing, and snatching everything you love about our home and everything we love about it, will be gone. The giant went off and had a good think about this. And he finally said, what can I do, children, to help you keep Palau
0: beautiful? Nothing is outrageous. Uh, If if someone else in the sales team would say that we need to change the laws of the country in order to sell more, (laughs) would sound absolutely ridiculous.
1: Pushing barriers has now become the norm. And technology gives marketers the chance to push their stories even further. Ever wondered what life is like at the speed of Bolt?
3: Optus 4G Plus Network.
1: After working across India, the UK and PNG, Parag signed on with Optus, where the Bolt effect had taken hold. The brand's ambassador was Usain Bolt, the fastest man in the world, and the campaign was everywhere.
0: I think at the heart of the idea really sits the fact that Optus is a challenger brand. It's a strong number two. The birth of Optus was the fact that we offer choice. So in the first year of St. Bolt, it was all about relentless improvement. It was about... You know, we're constantly getting better. We are working towards it. We are training and we are improving. And that was the point that we made. So that was first year. Second year was about how do you take this man who is the fastest man on earth, and he's the symbol of being the fastest man on earth, and then associate that with the network. And what else could you talk about as a mobile network other than speed in a time, especially when... Everyone wants to consume content, wants to consume videos, etc. On the go, no one hates not getting content and buffering. Yeah. So at that time, I think he just fit that strategy so brilliantly and perfectly to establish that association with speed.
2: He watches fast. He posts
1: fast. Hey seen? how do you use your phone?
0: Fast, man. We also had a big challenge and, and what we wanted to do was coverage. As a company, we've invested over $2.8 billion into the network across the last two years. And that investment is in infrastructure. And we understand the fact that it's not just the place that people live in, but it's the outskirts that people want to have coverage in. They don't want to be disconnected when they go out for that drive. So we use Bolt again into that space of not just tell, but do. We still wanted to keep that symbol of Bolt and that speed intact. So the next round of ads and, and communication that we created was we looked at the center of town and then expanded wide going to the outskirts and started showing the symbol of Bolt falling into these places. You spoke coverage, but you still spoke speed and, and used that symbol of Bolt.
3: Australians, Optus 4G Plus Network now covers more of you than ever. So you can pose fast, watch fast, play fast, just like me.
0: And beyond that, I think Bolt as a person, as, a, as an athlete, has evolved from being the fastest man and, as, and the athlete and the sports star to now, I think, after his retirement, I believe he's still so incredibly entertaining. You have him, you put him on stage, you put him on television, you put him on social, you put him on, on our own campus. People just love him. As a company that aspires to be a mobile-led content entertainment company, I think he fits the bill perfectly right.
3: I grew up in a beautiful place. I work hard today. Tomorrow, I'll push myself even harder. When it comes to reaching your best, there is no finish line.
1: Across TV, web and social media, we saw a multitude of angles on Usain Bolt. Hometown interviews, creative pieces, even a music video.
3: I'm from Cholone. I'm from the rural area of uh, Jamaica.
1: Jamaica. It was almost a biopic in one-minute blocks, then broken down even further to these six-second ideas that just kept the story moving. A prime example of how storytelling has evolved and how marketers are keeping pace with the technology now at their
0: disposal. We're starting to think digital first. We're starting to think six-second first. We're starting to think MREC first. It is important that we get the message across in those shorter medium. If we can tell the story in that six seconds, we're absolutely sure we can extend it and say it in 60 seconds as well. What the Saint Bolt campaign does is that it brings multiple high points within the ad as compared to what a typical 30 second used to be like. It used to build up to a pinnacle and then call to action. But here it just goes up, down, up, down, up, down. And those are the mini stories, which have now been cut into six seconds. And again, it's that environment of knowing who you're talking to, many to many, of, of being able to say that, okay, if I'm targeting someone who's a gaming freak, I'll show this part. If someone who's a small business, I'll show this part. If someone who's a content consumer, I'll show this part. It's bringing multiple stories together is, is what I think worked for the Usain Bolt campaign.
1: And that evolution
0: goes well beyond how we tell the story. It's who we tell it to, where and when. And because we know so much about customers, we know exactly what their interests are. We're able to actually show them what appeals to them. If I just go back to my time as watching a 30-second commercial and what appealed to me, often used to be around an ad with great music. That was my interest. And that's what hooked me to an ad. That time, if an ad which did great Music appealed to a set of people who loved music, but not the rest. Today, with Usain Bolt, we know exactly what appeals to you. Mm. We know who should be target with a sports-led campaign, who should be targeted with a music-led campaign, who should be targeted with a gaming-led campaign. And with social, I think that's exactly what we've been able to do. We've been able to target the right people with the right message. And the key to that is technology, in particular, Mobile. The role that mobile plays is a much, much bigger role as a sales channel than an advertising medium. What you want to do is create affinity with a brand through other pieces of comms and and, and through the medium, through the line. And when it comes to mobile, what you really want to do is show such targeted messages that actually tick the brain and say, okay, I want to buy that now. Work on a very rock-solid call to action on mobile, which makes you click that button and say, I want to buy now. For me, mobile is a stronger sales channel. And the advertising I do on mobile is a lot more action oriented, say like take the step and move and buy. So even though
1: mobile is a major platform, it still needs to work amongst a broader mix. But can building your brand start on mobile?
0: When the bigger story is on TV, smaller short stories are on social. I'm consuming different things at different place. And then we deliver the brand, the product as it should be make it visible in retail, make it visible on various forums, it comes together. It's not brand building just on mobile, but mobile plays an important role because that's when you're able to realize the moment of truth. That's when you're able to touch the customer at the time that they want to know more about you. Mm -hmm. What mobile offers is the ability to identify the moment of truth and deliver the message at that moment. That's how it helps building brand. Alone, mobile, may not. You have to bring a few mediums together. Technology and its
1: ability to drive a campaign is critical. But for it to work, a story still needs to be at the core. One that connects to the customer. For Parag, his favorite campaign
0: drives this home.
2: I used
0: to work on Castrol, the lubricant brand and I started doing some market visits and our customer was tractor owners so farmers. During one of those market visits I came across someone in the morning sitting very lonely and found out from someone else that this guy had a farm which was ready to be sold and and, and that was his next step but it rained the previous night and a lot of his crop was ruined and it sounds a little Dramatic, but that was the first time when I started knowing the customer a little more and with the creative team We came up with not an advertising campaign, but something called CRB Biradri Biradri <laughs> <speaking> in Hindi <English> <speaking> is <in English> community or or a crew or something like that. In a time when loyalty programs were not something big and loyalty programs were not associated with lube brands, this was pretty much the first one that we came up with. And it felt like in a group of account managers and creative leaders, I was one of the people who was most passionate about this idea. I worked on building a deck I worked on selling it internally first then to the client and so much so that I eventually was asked to present it to the CEO of Castrol at that time when you're younger (laughs) and once you like ideas you just go after them you have to make it work I mean all I was after was uh, people looked at me and I started being known as the guy who sells that campaign I think that's the joy of being young you don't really think whether it's an idea that's ahead of its time or people don't understand it The fact that I was so passionate about it, I think, is why it's a campaign that I'm most fond of.
1: Big thanks to Parag Panjwani, the Director of Advertising at Optus, and, of course, Paul Bootless, the Creative Director at Hosts of Us Australia. Now, if you want to put a face to those voices, click the link in the show notes, and there you'll also find the full podcast and video series. Well, for Facebook, I'm Jules Lund, and
3: this is Face to Face.